we are growing apostolic legacy. We have a great legacy, a great history, and I appreciate all of you being here. I know they're supposed to start work this coming week on our flat roof and then graduate to um, the, uh, our main roof if the weather holds. We appreciate your help, your giving, and uh, the Lord's been good. <clears throat> Meeting my needs, and we all have needs, and if you have, are here, you have a need, you probably all thought about needs that you might have and things that have gone on in your life. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of the needs that we have come back from maybe years before and they become stressors and they become uh, pressure points and they become things that sort of cloud our emotions and it's a need and I have uh, seen folks, individuals that <coughs> were living and, uh, and, and maybe whatever happened to them in their childhood, whatever happened to them when they were in school, something happened to them and they and it throws them off for most of their life and they develop these needs. Now you say why are you talking about this on Freedom Sunday on we've talked about the flag and we opened up by singing freedom and I realize that this is part of you know what our culture is understanding freedom in America and yet we know that some of the freedoms we have are not experienced around the world. There are, are individuals in other countries that are being persecuted for uh, being labeled as being a Christian. In some countries they can't even acknowledge uh, that they are a Christian. But here we are in America with supposedly a lot of freedoms and yet uh, Columbus and uh, some of the cities around us say if you uh, go into a public place you need to wear a mask and we're not going to serve you or allow you in without a mask and I know how it sort of uh, you know raises the ire of all of uh, these uh, red-blooded Americans that fought and you know believe in freedoms and look at what you're doing and yet California has said uh, no singing when you go to church because singing shoots off too many uh, of the COVID things and so uh, they've uh, told them that there can be no singing. I, I don't know and we're and, and you know we, we talked brother Mike Britton was saying today it's like we're in this pressure cooker and yet what are we going to do? Yet some folks it's uh, they're under pressure tonight but tomorrow morning they feel okay and they ignore it and they say oh well it's going to go away it's going to go away by November when the elections are over or it's going to go away by Christmas time or it's going to go away and I don't know we may be this might be the first step of what we find is more pressure until the Lord comes back I don't know but what I do know is the word of God is very clear my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus and so most of us while we may have 
had to struggle to find eggs or butter or milk at one time or went to have to go to a different store or, you know, have to go to, uh, you know, another store to find toilet paper or there's no hand sanitizer. I get all of that. But you know what? I just go, well, if it's not there, I must not need it. I'll just wash my hands. Why? Oh, I'm stressed out over it. No, because I have faith that God is able to supply all my need. And I believe that. And I, I hang on to that. In fact, in Romans, the sixth chapter, it says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. And we're having some baptisms today. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, see, even so we should walk in newness of life. What are you saying? That when the Lord comes in and you're baptized, you, are, you become a new new creature in Christ Jesus. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you become a new creature in Christ Jesus. And so all of your past that tries to haunt you and all of the things that were done to you, guess what? They don't have power to destroy your life today. Because you're a new creature. And I know you may say, well, but my parents, you don't know what they did to me and you don't know how horrible it was and you don't and I understand that and I realize that that is very true and I realize that sometimes there are all kinds of things in the past and yet what I'm here to tell you is you can be a new creature today you can have a new identity you can have actually a new life that's why Paul also wrote in Corinthians therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold all things become new. So it's better than joining Doctor Who or Back to the Future and being able to go back and fix all of that, you know. And there are people that wish I could just go back. I wish I could turn the clock back five years, five minutes, ten years, twenty years. Oh! Oh, pastor, if I could go back, I'd make it right. When they looked at me crazy, I'd punch them in the nose. Or <laughs> I'd find a new parent or I'd do something. And we all have that desire to jump in the telephone box like Doctor Who and time travel or drive the DeLorean car with Fox, was that what Michael Fox and whatever he was named then, I don't know, I've forgotten. And drive back, get lightning struck. Some of y'all are trying to remember who it was. I don't remember either, but we've all looked longingly and wouldn't it be nice to be able to go back and punch that bully in the nose one good time. Huh? Don't say you haven't thought about those kind of things. Because Maslow, which is of course 
said that, that we all have needs. First of all, they're physiological. That means the need for food and we need clothes. And we know the Lord said he would supply that. I've been young and I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor is seed begging bread. And so we, we feel like, you know, well, somebody will, you know, throw us a hot dog or we'll get some food somewhere. We live in America and I know there were times when I didn't have all the food and the grocery shelves and Walmart were empty and there wasn't the canned soup that I like and there wasn't the few of the things that I wanted but you know what I didn't go hungry look at me I'm still I ate soup that I didn't know that I liked and then when you get hungry enough you like it huh and oh well I didn't have all the you know I understand I, I was there but yet we know that, you know, well, the Lord ultimately supplies our physiological needs and then safety needs and security and, and, you know, we try to do our best. That's why we are trying to, you know, follow as best we can. Some sister Denise Atkins said that they told them that there was 13 now at Newark Care Center that have COVID tested positive. And so because she works there, she's got to get tested Monday and just simply because of all of that and so it, it, there's a sense of security and, and safety and, and that, that sense of I, I, we don't want to be unsafe and we try to do our best and we, we you know our, our people that are at the doors are wearing gloves and we will spray your hands or we'll let you go to the bathroom and wash your hands or we'll you know we'll try to do our best to be as safe as we can and we realize that we're not to be foolish and all of those things and I I'm still struggling with, as maybe I've confessed too openly, but I struggle with a mask, but I, I understand. You know, everybody tells me that they're good and important, and, and I, I, I go, I took my dad to the hearing place, uh, the ear, nose, and throat, ear, ear first, because he's got a virus in his ear and can't hear out of his right ear, and, and we went in, and, and he was standing at the window, and there's now a plexiglass sheet with no holes and behind that was a lady with a mask on and he can't hear out of one ear and I'm standing behind him and I'm not that good at hearing anyway and and she's asking him questions and he turns to me and says what's she saying I said I have no idea <laughs> but you would think because it says ear nose and throat they would realize we're here for something with your ears or your nose or your throat Amen. But anyway, it was, you know, almost comical. And so, you know, finally she takes her mask down. But she's behind the plexiglass, so it's, you know. Anyway, I, frustrated, yes. Stressed, yes. All of these safety needs, and I get it, but then there's those belongingness needs, what Maslow said. And then what he went up from there is that everybody has self-esteem needs. And then we reach the top of the pyramid, you have self-actualization. And I, I, I don't believe in his theory of, of needs, that first you have to have these needs met before you get these needs, before you get these. Although 
I've seen it happen and been true. And when we were, uh, I was involved in a private counseling center agency in Arkansas. We had a tornado through and one of the psychologists said, we're going to offer free counseling to anybody impacted by the tornado. And, and so we put a big ad in the paper and we offered free counseling. And guess how many people showed up? None! The whole month we offered free counseling, nobody showed up. And then, about a month and a half later, we started getting phone calls. Can we still have the free counseling? Can we? And it dawned on us all that people were in that first mode, were fixing their house, putting their roof on. They weren't, they were stressed out. But it didn't show up until a month and a half later that they weren't sleeping. They were going to bed tired because of the tornado and they were exhausted and so it wasn't until a month and a half later that all of a sudden the stress level and then all of a sudden we got all the, you know, the calls for help. So I realized there's some, some truth to what Maslow said, but I, I want to talk about some greater or, or a different need. Maybe you could find a place to plug those in under belonging, when love, uh, and, and self-esteem, although I'm not an advocate of self-esteem, and then ultimately self-actualization. I, I would put them like this, that everybody has a need for love. And number two, everybody has a need for freedom and security. And that's what we're saying about today. And everybody has a need for some sort of internal control or inner strength. And everybody has a need for some sort of emotional peace. And following that, everybody has a need for the knowledge of God and then what I would call better than self-esteem or self-actualization is a God-esteem in your life. Because it's more important to have God-esteem than it is to have self-esteem. Because you're able to say, I know in whom I have believed, and he is able. And we sang it earlier this morning where it starts off, mine eyes have seen the glory. When you get to the fifth verse, it says, And the beauty of the lilies Christ was born across the sea with a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. As he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free. And I'm here to tell you, yes, as Americans, we have died through many world wars and other kinds of... of uh, police actions and whatever you want to call them, protecting other people's freedoms. But ultimately, the one that died to make us holy is the only one that can truly make us free. Amen. Glory, glory, hallelujah. That's the guy. He's the one that really is able to bring freedom into your life. You can be haunted by your past and haunted by all these things and only God. And he starts off by wanting to baptize you with his love. And that's the powerful part of this first thing is that need for love is somehow meeting that need for love. Jesus emphasized his love to his disciples. He said things like this, this is my commandment that you love one another even as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. John recorded it by saying, Beloved, let us 
love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God and he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith that I could remove mountains and have not love or charity, I am nothing, though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and give my body to be burned and have not love. I don't care what social cause you get involved in. I don't care what you do with your life. If there is not genuine love flowing through your heart, it's all pointless. It rings hollow. It has no real juice to it, if you will. That's why Paul said, I don't care how much you talk in tongues. I don't care how much you dance. I don't care how much you shout. I don't care how much you give away all your stuff. I don't care what you do there. If you don't get the love of God flowing through you, it will never satisfy you. You say, well, I can't love them. I can go love the mission folks on, in Africa or in wherever. I want to tell you something. That's not what he said. He talked about walk in love. As Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. In Romans he said, let your love be without dissimulation. Do you know what that word dissimulation means? In the Greek, it means don't fake. Be manipulative. Oh, love you, honey. Oh, yeah. I love you. I love you. I don't have time to look at you. I'm not going to want to be with you. I love you. Yeah, you're so sweet. Oh, <laughs> Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another that means you want to do that that's fine oh now let me tell you that's real easy to do isn't it all of those that find keeping that first commandment love your neighbor as yourself stand up and cheer that's easy And yet that's what the Lord said. That's why it's very difficult. You say, well, you know, but they don't deserve it. You know, they, uh, <laughs> you know I, 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 they don't love me like that. What have they done for me? What did you do for me lately? Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. I, I want to know what's going on. I, I can't accept you. I you, hadn't done anything for me. I don't get anything out of it. That's not what the Lord commanded for any of us. To love because somebody loved us. The somebody that loved us is God. You can't beat his love. Amen. Therefore, you should love one another. And honor, prefer one another. Be kind to one another. Honor one another. Oh, but I didn't get affirmation and I didn't get acceptance and nobody made me feel like I was part of the team. And so therefore... I, and believe it or not, I, I had someone from Points of Refuge call me just 
yesterday and said, I, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. I, I tried to do and people don't seem to care about what I do. And I, I heard it. A man, 54 years old, been in the ministry 37 years and you say, oh, it won't happen to me. I've never had that feeling. <laughs> really? Hang on to your hat because let me tell you, the enemy was under times of stress. He's going to make you say, nobody loves you. Nobody shakes your hand. Nobody's there. Nobody hugs your neck. Nobody, nobody, nobody. And I'm telling you now, it was nobody. And I'm going to tell you something. You may be exactly right. You may be able to list it moment by moment by moment. But when you make your list up, you better put your list up to the word of God. Because greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for you. And you must love because he loved. That's just what he said. I'm sorry, that's not my words. That's the words of the guy who was the chief one to love. No matter how much love some folks receive, they can, can cause all kind of problems. I... <clears throat> My mother, she, lo she loves Facebook. God bless her. <laughs> and she'll tell me, do you remember so-and-so? I'll say, no, I don't remember. Oh, yes, you do. And then she'll begin to describe him. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I remember him. And she'll tell me some posts that they have. Some, and not all of them, but some of them are, you know, sad. People say they love me, but then they don't show up. Then they don't talk to me. You know, have you ever seen those kind of posts on Facebook? Look at how sad my life is because they didn't love me. Maybe they'll love me when I'm in a coffin. Maybe they'll cry then. Well, let me tell you, if they do, it won't matter anything to you. You won't know about it, whether they do or don't. Don't do that. Uh, nobody here. It's all these Southerners that she knows, family members. No matter how much love you get from somebody here, it will never satisfy the spiritual hole that is in your heart. Your husband can't love you enough. Your wife can't love you. Your children can't love you enough to fill the need that is there. Oh, and it can cause problems in relationships and emotional stability of an individual because they have this unmet spiritual need for love. And then the question becomes... Am I going to be subject or live according to my feelings or according to faith? Because we walk not by sight, not by feelings, but by what? Faith. And so I have, do I have faith that God knows where I am and what I'm going through and he's got all things working together? Oh no, I need love. I need affirmation. And the point becomes, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And he, 
And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But notice this, but God, who is rich in mercy, for when his great love wherewith he loved us, even when you were unlovable and dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace, are you saved? In Romans, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I want to tell you something. Whether or not you find a husband or a wife or children or your family ever loves you, I'm here to tell you that there is a point of love. And how one writer said, I can't imagine if you could only understand the height and the depth and the width and the breadth and how deep the love of God is for you, you would fill your need up for love. Doesn't mean you don't want to, you know, get married. We got a bunch of marriages this year. I'm not talking about that, but let me tell you, if you're thinking that that husband or that wife is going to minister to that longing that's in your heart, it will never happen. There is a part of you that only God can fill. There is a need in you that only God can fill. <laughs> You're not only the need for love, and, and we know the need for freedom. And I know it's, it's, it's a few minutes after 11 and we're going to have a baptism. And I, I'll just start here on freedom because today is the freedom, you know, the weekend. But is freedom better than bondage? If I were to poll people on the street, if I were to go ask anybody, is freedom better than bondage? Is freedom better than slavery? Let me guess. I wonder how many would say no. Better to be in bondage, better to be in slavery than to be free. Especially not on July 5th. 100% freedom is better. And yet Adam and Eve were given total, complete freedom. They lived in a country that the Democrats and the Republicans weren't fighting. Amen. Washington, D.C. had not added taxes. There was no speed limit laws. There were no mask wearing. There was no, don't come in here unless 25% of the... Totally free. One thing. The Lord says, oh, by the way, you can eat anything in the garden. You can do anything in the garden. You can plant anything in the garden. You can, do, you can work. Just don't eat that one tree. Utterly confining God is. He smothers me with his laws. Don't eat of that tree. He knows how great that tree looks. It's just oppressive. I feel like I'm in jail. What is jail, Adam? I don't know. I've never heard of one. <laughs> Imagine the dialogue. But look at the tree, how nice the tree is. Oh, but God is so mean, mean, mean. He won't let me have that tree. Huh? Have you felt sick? What does sick mean? I don't know. You're hot, you're cold, I don't know. It's just perfect. 
Think we need to turn up the air? Wonder if the air conditioning is still working. What is air conditioning? <laughs> I'm so kept from something good. There's too many musts. There's too many have-tos. There's too many can'ts. I can't do this. I can't. <laughs> and so he convinced them that being free was more important than being loved. And having a relationship with this guy. Being free. That's how inbred freedom is in us. Was more important than being loving. All, all they had to do was, hey, this guy's given us a great planet. We got great health insurance. We never get sick. Our clothes are always in style. <laughs> Clothes? What are clothes? Huh? But oh, he's keeping something good from me. So I square my shoulders and I eat it first. Nothing happens. I give it to my husband. You, you know the story. But being free. And I understand, we just want to be free. We want to make our own choices. We want to decide our own fate. We want to do our own thing. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I don't like that. I don't want that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. There's really only two choices. Either you serve God or you serve sin. Amen. That's the choice. They, Adam and Eve, chose, you know, what? I don't, I don't think that's necessary. I think I can do it. Paul tried to write about it. He said, for sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law, but under grace. What then shall we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourself servants to obey, whether it's to yourself, then you become a servant to yourself, which is to your own flesh and your own appetite. His servants you are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that we were, ye were the servants of sin, but have obeyed from the heart. Notice that, have obeyed from the heart. That's important because you can't just say, oh yes, I'll, I love God. I'll do what he wants on Sunday morning, but <laughs> he won't know what's going on on Monday. I'll do what I want on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are mine, but I'll come in and fake him out on Sunday morning. You haven't obeyed from the heart. Your heart's not into it. That form of doctrine which was delivered unto you, being made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. In the Amplified, it says, Do you not know that to whom you continually offer yourselves to someone to do his will, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either slaves of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness, or right standing with God. I'm going to tell you, you're going to serve somebody it's up to you to decide 
You get to choose who it is. You see? He goes on to say, really, every day I have to make up a decision in my mind. This is today. It's July 5th, 2020. The question is, do I really want freedom? Do I really want freedom? Do I like freedom? Oh, I want to be able to make up my own. I don't want a preacher to tell me. I don't want a pastor to tell me. I don't want... Joshua said it today. You can, you can just, you can say, I don't like being told. Well, I'm going to here to tell you, listen to me carefully. You have a choice to make. You are free to make a choice. Right now. I can take you into Revelation when you won't have this freedom. But right now, you are free to make a choice. Let me just tell you what your choice is. Do I live for God? Do I die to my will and to my freedom in Jesus? Become a servant daily of him or will sin rule my life? That's my choice. Joshua said it like this to the children of Israel. When he looked at him, he said, Choose you this day who you will serve. The gods from the Amorites on the other side of the floods, they were all into self. Nimrod, those gods, the gods they served, it was do your own thing. We want to build a tower. We don't care what God has said. We're going to do what we want to do. Or the gods of the Amorites, they were a whole other set of gods. And you can study it out. But Joshua said, as for me in my house, I'm free today to choose to serve God. There's not one of his laws that are so restricting. They're all for my good. Every one of his laws are to protect me. Are to help me. Are to keep me safe. I don't like having to wear a mask. I don't like having to wash my hands. I don't like having to speak behind the plexiglass. But what I'm being told is it's for my good. And so, for the good of Isaiah, I don't have a temperature. I don't have, I put on a mask today to be respectful to that young man. When I pray for you, I turn my head. I'm not going to get right in your face. Why? Because I don't know whether it's true or not true, but I, I, been praying for Sister Vicky, who's on the front line doing testing and all of our essential workers and all. Why? Because something's happening. Well, I feel confined. I feel restricted. I feel like I'm so smothered. You know what? You haven't gotten it into your heart yet. Because when it comes into your heart, it's not about, well, do I have to do this? 
It's, oh, I can't wait to be in his presence and raise my hands. Do I have to pray? No, I want to pray. Do I have to read my Bible every day? No, I want to read my Bible. I love that love, that guy that loves me so much has been talking to me, the guy that went to Calvary for me. How could I not want to call him up? How could I not want to text him? How could I not want to praise him? I love him. It's not, I'm not required. I'm not being forced. I'm not being forced to... I love him and I'm making a choice of freedom today. Would you stand? We're going to ask those that are going to get baptized to go to the back. They're going to get ready and we're just those of you that can stay and just worship for a moment. We have the freedom today to worship. I don't know. Thank God we're not in China. Thank God we're not in some of the other countries that have not been allowed to go back. But you know what? We're here today and oh in the freedom that Christ has already been said repeatedly let's just raise our hands let's begin to praise him hallelujah 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 hallelujah